Alright guys, this is Inside the North Side coming to you from the North Side. I have a very, very special guest with me. Uh, if you guys could give a round of applause to Amanda Solis. Welcome Amanda to the show. Yeah, dang, that's a big crowd, man. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you, Amanda? How's your week been going so far? I'm doing pretty good. I'm super busy, you know, celebrating Selena's life and legacy, especially this was a big year, her you know, turning 50, so yesterday was a very big day for me, which usually is, you know, unfortunately last year was such an unusual year for us, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. um, so this year, it was just great to be back in front of people and performing and being out there to touch and, you know, talk to the audience and sing with the audience. And um, so, yeah, it's just been super busy. I started off in Buda and did a performance there and literally packed up, left to San Antonio, performed over there at Sky Bar and in San Antonio, and it was amazing. So just like nonstop. Yeah, that's crazy. I saw that you were going to have two performances. I actually have a, a cousin of mine. He, Him and his family live in Buda, so um, I know the drive from Buda to San Antonio is like a good maybe 45 minutes, almost an hour, I think, kind of like that. Right. But yeah, that was, that was that, you're a superhero. I mean, pretty much you're, you're going from here to here, you know, and just, I, I can well, tell, imagine how tired myself, you are. Man, I got a team that's helping me out, you know, and that's what matters the most is that I actually have a, a really good team that supports me and and we all have the same vision and we're just like, let's get it. You know, I mean, we have so much passion in what we do and I just, I enjoy it. And I'm thankful for all the people in the audience that, you know, enjoy what, what it is that I do. So, yeah. Well, shout out to your team. I mean, they're, they're keeping you, they're keeping you doing everything and got your back and everything. That's great. Yes. So well, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so Amanda, tell hey. us a little about, about you. Uh, where'd you grow up? Are you, are you native Texan? Yes, I was born and raised in Texas, um, actually Texas City, Texas, which most people are like, what? The easiest way that I can close <laughs> to the island and right by the plants, we're all polluted, you know. <laughs> so that's where I was born and raised. So I got an extra little arm back here growing. You know, from <laughs> Shout out to Texas City. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's my hometown. Everybody in Texas City, what's up? But yeah, so born and raised here in Texas. My family was actually born and raised in Mexico. Mm -hmm. So they're all from, except for my other sister, she was actually born here with me. I'm, I'm the baby of the family out of four. And so everybody else was born in Mexico. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's negative. That's where originally my family's from. Um, and then I also have some family in San Antonio as well. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, how everything started, is that where we're going to go? Yeah, pretty much. How, how did, um, so where did you go to high school and just, you know, how was it like for you growing up, you know, around, you know, on all that? Well, I would say, okay, so I was born in Tech City, Texas. I graduated from Texas City and, um, I grew up just like your average person. I'm still like your average person next door. I still live there. I still live in the same home. Um, not the one that I was raised in, mm -hmm. but of course my husband and I live in, uh, after I graduated. And, uh, you know, I, I played sports. I was very involved in sports. Um, you know, my, my parents, unfortunately, growing up, um, you know, they, originally they were born and raised in Mexico. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad, you know, was inspired to be an entrepreneur. So he, what family that we have here now that multiplied <laughs> into the big family that we have here now, yeah, like, um, is because of my dad. He brought everybody down. He wanted to open up his own business, which he did, which is still open till this day. However, again, unfortunately, my mom and my dad um, passed away whenever I was six years old and um, in a very unfortunate, you know, car accident. You know, unfortunately, that just happened. And so that was a big toll and a big change 
on all of our lives because at that moment in time, our life had stopped, you know, being that my parents were the key holders and the business that my dad had opened, which is Pillow's Paint and Body, mm-hmm. um, he was a mechanic and um, he you know, did a lot of body work and things like that, which, like I said, is still open and it's still ran by my family. But we were so young that we ended up, you know, passing that business on to them so they could, you know, continue to do what they did, you know, what my dad did. And so that's the reason why we ended up coming down here. So after my parents had passed away, um, you know, thankfully, I was so grateful that I had, um, you know, my my siblings that were older than me. um, And I didn't have to bounce, you know, foster home to foster home. Mm -hmm. I actually had my sister and my brother, you know, being that they were super young too, 18, 19 years old at the time, you know, you know, going back and forth, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what, what to do with me and my other middle sister, you know? Um, so my sister was the one that ultimately took us in and raised us. And, um, like I said, I went to school, I graduated from high school, I went to college and I originally went to school for uh, real estate. That's actually what I went and I got certified. And um, I was in sales ever since. And um, it's kind of funny how everything, you know, just transitioned over to where we're about to get into like the Selena stuff. Uh-huh. So, you know, my parents being that, you know, we were born and raised here, I was introduced to the Hanel music because of them. You know, they spoke nothing but Spanish. So that's where I am, which my Spanish is very broken, but I could still, you know, speak it, write it and read it. But it's very going like every time I talk to people, I'm like, Stop bien quebrado, pero si puedo hablarle. You know, I can talk, it's very broken, you know? like my slang, my technique. Yeah, yes. And um, but and, and I'm just so grateful that people still appreciate that, you know, and I love uh, I'm very proud of being Mexican American. But again, my parents, you know, had all, you know, they they we have our morals were that, you know, we were family was unity everything mm-hmm. so whenever they were here you know we had barbecues to bring the family we had every excuse to just have a get together you know it was never an excuse for us to like we're gonna have a party for what man for whatever it, it doesn't it matter didn't matter. yeah exactly because <laughs> today's a beautiful day we're gonna party you exactly know, or whatever we're gonna party you know and that's just how it was so like we have my grandmother you know that lived with us we had um my tias you know my brothers my cousins that we considered brothers and my family would always, my, me and my dad and my mom would always take in people. So our house was always full. And so listening to music, growing up, you know, you already know McDonald's compete about everything. Exactly. We're in competition 24-7. It's like, oh, so you think you're the fan what you want, okay? <laughs> you do, oh, you do? I can do it better. And so we were always outside barbecuing. And so listening to that music growing up, I didn't, I didn't not know Selena until, you know, she was still in her younger years. Yeah. Still, you know, she's still getting popular, and so I didn't, I didn't see her up until later in life. But, you know, listening to Vicente Fernandez, seeing my grandma dance over there, throwing her chones and everything, you know, oh, <laughs> she's wow. like trying to break it. Now I'm joking, but but you know, I like to make people laugh. But yeah. she's out there really like a ton of people, you know, trying to get into it, and we're all competing on who dances better and stuff. And it just, you know, those are the things that my parents were all about. You know, just family unity and working hard and just living a good life. That's what they wanted, but unfortunately, their life was cut short. And um, so, again, later on, you know, living with my sister, you know, Selena, I, I remember the first time that I had seen her on TV, and I was like, holy macaroni. She was performing live for um, in Monterey, and she had that white crop top shirt, fitted shirt, mm-hmm. with the black leather skirt with medias on and had the black country style boots. And I was just like, 
holy macaroni. She looks so much like my mom. Maybe not so much like in the features, but again, she kind of did, you know? Yeah. And but it was her style. You know, well, again, that was the late 80s, the early 90s. You know, you got the Madonna, the Janet Jackson, the Paul Abdul's that wore the bustiers, the high-waisted pants, and had every excuse to wear a bolero jacket, crop top, you know, mopping the floor. That was my mom. Mm-hmm. Heels, costume jewelry. And so when I seen her, I was just like, wow, and, and taken back by it and never thought anything after that. Of course, I was still, you know, young, super young. And after that, you know, it was the first time that I had gotten told that I resembled her. I, it was like my quinceanera. And I took it with a grain of salt. I loved her. I loved her music. And it was just like something later in life that I never thought. I went to school. I got my education. You know, I had my career going. I still had that career, you know, but I put it on the back burner yeah. because the fact that I've, I've had such blessings throughout the years. So I actually entered a, a karaoke contest because my friend was like, hey, girl, let's go out. You know, let's go out and have a good time. Like, this is our time to find an excuse to go do something fun, right? Yeah. So she was like, hey, let's go and let's go do something. And she was like, my friend is going to be there and she's going to um, she's gonna be car- uh, doing a karaoke uh, contest. She was a DJ. Yeah. And her name is Mama Cass. And so we go there. Long story short, I end up, she ends up entering me in this contest without me knowing and I was like, girlfriend, I'm going to break these windows. Are you crazy? These people are going to run out. Like, they don't understand. I'm in a country gay bar, by the way. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. here in Pima, Texas, you know. And I'm like, they're not going to know Spanish. And you entered me singing Bitty Bitty Bum Bum. Nobody's going to They're going to be like, what the hell is this? You know? And so for fun, she was like, girl, I'll sign you up for two free drinks. And I'm like, hey, where do I go? You know, like, let me go do it. You know, it's just for fun. Get us an and I'm going. joking with her. We, you know, that's our personality. Like, we're joking around and stuff. And so I ended up singing Bitty Bitty Bum Bum. And, um, not thinking anything. And I did not realize at that time that how serious people took karaoke contests. Yes. I didn't know. People literally, because they're wanting to win the money. I didn't even know that you can win a huge jackpot. I, it was never in my lineup. I, I never thought about doing stuff like that. And so I did. And the whole bar, I'm not even lying to you, it didn't even matter. That's what's so beautiful about Selena's music and what you know she represented. That it didn't even matter. There was no barrier. There was no language barrier. There was no type of barrier. Uh, what color your skin is, what what language you speak. It, it didn't matter what you look like, you know. You don't have to be categorized. The entire, like, they didn't even know the words, but they were like, bitty, bitty, bum, bum, you know, bitty, 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 you know, the whole time. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is it's cool, you know. It's very crazy. Again, just exactly. I was in shock. I thought these people were going to be like, uh, okay, why isn't she singing like Dolly Parton or, you know, something else in our lineup, you know, and it wasn't even like that. They were out there were like more, more. And I was like, this was just a one time thing. And come to find out that it was an actual real contest that day. There was like 25 people that first round. And I ended up getting first place. Wow. And it was just like, I know, right? I swear. Like it was just, I can't, like I'm not a great storyteller. Okay. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I did just, these things just happened, you know? And um, right after that, she was like, well, girlfriend, let me tell you. She was like, you, you, you won. This You got like a little gift certificate for like 50 bucks for whatever. And she goes, but this is going to take you to the next round. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even know that there was a next round. And so the second time I kind of was like, well, I kind of wanted to take it a little bit more seriously. And I was like, well, shoot, I had so much fun doing it then. Why not do it better this time? Mm -hmm. So I figured in my mind, let me contact my sister that raised me because my mom dressed a lot like Selena. Mind you, I never thought in my mind of being an impersonator or what an impersonator was. I've Mm -hmm. seen uh, you know, Marilyn Monroe's, I've seen Elvis Presley's, you know, out there in, in Vegas and, you know, all these things for shows. But I never thought a Latina, 
never thought anything like that. You know, this was just for fun. Mm -hmm. And so I contacted my sister. And so we were going through my mom's old things. Mind you, we haven't been through these boxes in years. You know, Mm -hmm. we didn't really talk about it because you understand that it's a very touchy subject. And, you know, my sister had all that stuff in the house that we were raised in. So, you know, you're just opening up all these can of worms, you know, that you haven't talked about for years. Yeah. And so we're looking for different clothes. And I was just like, I'm just looking for something to wear that mom had because it looked a lot like those times. Mm-hmm. And so we went through all these boxes and everything. Was just, because of Texas weather, it's so hot, it just got eaten away. Yeah. You know, it lost its, um, you know, electricity and all the her stuff. And it was just heartbreaking because you realize that you're losing, ooh, I'm getting a lump in my throat. Um, you know, everything's dwindling away. Everything's mm-hmm. going away. The smell, you can't smell her anymore. You forget what she looks like. You forget all these things. And so after we finished everything, I just kind of felt like my sister was just kind of fed up with it. And it's just kind of funny how God kind of works. It's, you know, it's magic. And there was one last box that she was like, hey, there's one more thing that we can open up. And I was like, I was already devastated by that point. I was like, I'm not going to find anything in there. Mm-hmm. And we opened up the box. And sure enough, like after everything, we're like, man, and there's this one jacket that's just like full. And it just seemed like it was just like they she packed it for me later on. And like, I don't know. By this time, I'm already fully developed, right? Yeah. I was six years old when she passed away. You know, I'm trying to fit in her shoes, and there's no way for me to fill those shoes, you know? And um, it was just crazy. So I pulled it out, and it's a jacket that resembled Selena. Um, it was a jacket that she wore in El Dorado. It was actually one of the last performances that she did before she passed away, which everybody has a misunderstanding with the, the Astrodome. That's not the last performance that she did. But she had that bolero jacket with the green and the black swirls that had the penguin tails and shorts. Yeah. And anyways, it just my mom mom's looked like looked like that one, but a little bit different. It didn't have the penguin tails, but I was like, what's the odds? But again, it was that time, you know, maybe mm-hmm. the same shopping centers, you know, who knows? It just what's the odds? And I wore it for that performance and didn't ever think that this performance would have become what it was. Well, social media, you know, in our lifetime, everything is going to go viral. Yeah. Well, not everything, but I'm saying everybody has access to, you know, putting posts everywhere. And, you know, well, that's what happened for my next song. I decided to sing Quecrias, which is one of my favorite songs to perform by Selena. And um, mind you, I was just practicing on this. This is something that I wasn't like, oh, I got this going on. You know, I've been doing this for years. I'm going to show up. No, it was just for fun, you know. And I went out there and it's an interactive song and I performed it. I didn't win first place. I got second. But what I won was in reality was something that I feel like God planted the seed and knowing that when I was younger, I just wasn't ready. And I feel like he kind of watered it later on in life because he knew that I would be more prepared and more, you know, a lot smarter and more aware of what's going on. And um, um, anyways, but yeah, so whenever I, I did that second performance, all these videos people were filming ended up on YouTube, ended up on Instagram, ended up on Facebook. All of a sudden I started getting all these phone calls. I didn't even know about, I knew about Messenger, but mm-hmm. I didn't know. I never like fiddled with it. I wasn't very savvy with that stuff. All of a sudden I started receiving phone calls and I was like, who's these people calling me? Like, really? like, yeah, like I'm like, I've never had that before. You know, I'm a very private person. So you have no idea how hard it was for me when I first started transitioning to this, like into this, I didn't, I, I was like, well, how are people going to know about me if I shut myself off? You know, I was a very private, like this is my life. You know, I wasn't very in tune with social media at the time. And so it's just funny going into it and uh i finally after like the hundredth time that this lady maria was calling me 
which is crazy to talk about now um, because it was the first performance that I did. She begged me as a Mexicana, you can never turn down a Mexican, okay? <laughs> you already know that. My wife's going to be like, you didn't eat, you better eat. Because yeah. if you don't eat, you're going to have her feelings, okay? She, she's she's going to be really pissed. She's you already know. She's going to be really pissed off at you if you don't eat, even if you just ate. You better know that you go over there and you better not eat, okay? And so, like, for her, she was like, oh, my God, I've seen your performances, and you're a Selena impersonator. I've never seen one before, and I love you, and my daughter is a huge Selena fan, and we need to hire you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm serious. Like, I'm like, what are you, I'm just talking to her. I'm not, not FaceTiming like you. I'm like, okay. And I was like, where did you see these videos? Come to find out, you know, all these from that performance just went everywhere. And she was just like, well, I want to book you. And I was like, well, I've never done this before. It was, that was just for fun. And she kind of like launched that for me. It was just like, well, you're going to do it. You're going to do it and you're going to love us and we're going to be family, you know? Wow. And she seemed really cool. She was just like one of my tias, you know? I just yeah. felt like I was listening to my tia and I'm like, okay, tia, we're gonna, okay, 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 we're going to do it. And it just ended up being amazing because after that, so I performed for her. She told me that her daughter had Down syndrome. She told me that she was going to do, she wanted to do a quinceanera. We'll come to find out she was turning 45 years old. Oh, wow. And she's, you know, been raising her for a long time. And, you know, people, you know, with Down syndrome don't really live a long life, but that's a pretty long life. And unfortunately, which is crazy, that's why I'm saying talking about her. Her name is Melba. And that was the first first performance that I did. And she just recently passed away because of COVID. Oh, wow. And just, I know my heart is pounding just talking about it because they ended up donating. So they were like, I seen you. It looks like, do you, like, what are you? I want you to wear the purple jumpsuit. Like, I already have, like, basically, they're thinking that I have, like, the whole lineup. I'm mm-hmm. like, I've never done this before. And they're thinking that I did because I sang this one song. And that was the only video that they've seen. And it went viral, you know. And they were like, oh, my God. And so um, after that, they, I became friends with them. We talked for a while. I met the lady. We sat down and I met her at a Starbucks. So I was like, I don't know if somebody's going to meet me and be crazy. I don't know who this was. Um, I had a friend go with me and, and she ended up hiring me. And she was like, what would, what would you charge? And I was like, I wouldn't charge you. I was like, I don't even think I'm worth anything, you know? And she started laughing. She's like, you're worth the world. You have no idea what this would mean to my, for my daughter. You know, she's a huge Selena fan. You have no idea. She goes, until you meet her, she goes, I'm so upset that I can't. Because it's a surprise. I don't want you to know. But she ended up donating the purple jumpsuit. I had it. She had it made for me. Wow. Um, I know, right? I performed for her at her quinceanera, which, you know, you know, Mexicanos have a huge family. There was like 250 plus people there, wow. you know, and it was my first time. So I'm like, you like these people are going to judge me. It was amazing. I might have not been my, you know, my best at that point. But, I, you know, I've gradually gotten better. But it's just crazy how that all evolved. And the next thing I know from that time, not even considering myself an impersonation, it was just doing it and paying it forward, you know, doing something nice and um, evolved into what it was. And all of a sudden, I started getting calls from everybody else, people that wanted to book me for quinceaneras, for, for birthdays. I've done funerals. I've done um, uh, baby showers. I've uh, home parties. Um, I've performed for Dr. Phil in really? Hollywood. Yes. He, he con- they contacted us, and I performed for Dr. Phil uh, for his son's 30th birthday, and in Hollywood, it was like all like I, words can't even explain. It was just like kind of virtual reality stuff. It was like super awesome. Um, I performed for the White Sox um, for in front of like 45,000 people um, at the White Sox game in Chicago, and I performed for the Dallas Mavericks. I played Selena in um, a docudrama on Reels, which is still out now. So it's just amazing how just one little seed was planted and watered and all of a sudden it just became very like in demand. And 
um, you know, I was invited out to see Selena's first uh, reveal of her wax figure in Hollywood. Um, and I met the family and which that was really cool, um, very respectful. And, you know, just to see Selena kind of like not in the flesh, but, you know, in the wax. <laughs> yeah, in the wax, you know, and it was just like I was taken back. But what a privilege, you know. And um, I think it's great because, like, she represents so many things for us, especially like me coming, you know, being well, my family being born and raised in Mexico that are coming down here to literally, literally to build a better life for themselves and us as family um, to live the American dream. Mm -hmm. And as brown people, you know, and I think what she represented for many people was brown hope, you know, and, um, you know, being Mexican and being proud and. I think, you know, nowadays, you know, just there's there's not very many Mexican examples like that. There's not very many examples. And so, you know, she meant a lot to me as a Mexican-American for a family that was fighting to work hard and finally build something. But unfortunately, her life was cut short, you know, and that was devastating. And I think that was so tragic for so many different people, you know, not just because not just her, it was everybody because like this was a whole unity because she represented so many things to so many different people. And I mean, even myself, you know, your next door neighbor, I, I, she represented so many things for me and she's broken so many barriers for a lot of people like us that didn't think that we could be doctors and we could be lawyers. And I feel like that's only doctors and lawyers. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, squirrel moment, but yeah, it's just funny, but we can too. We should be able to do what we want to too. And she's allowed me as a Mexican American, knowing that my family spoke nothing but Spanish and coming down here and living a better, giving, you know, my parents giving us a better life. And um, for her building this example that we can too live that American dream. And that's what she's done for me and for many people. You know, and so, and there's not very many Mexican examples out there like her, you know, Mexican American. Um, and I'm just thankful that I grew up in those ages and mm -hmm. that I was introduced to that, that those time frames. So it's just, uh, I, um, I feel very fortunate. I feel very grateful that this came into what it is because she paved the way for someone like me that came from nothing. You know, well, I didn't come from nothing, but, you know, lack of better words. Yeah. Um, to let me know that I can, too, live the American dream. And that's what it evolved to. So I've been, you know, performing as Selena paying tribute to her with the utmost respect. Um, at the end of the day, I know I'm Amanda Solis. And she's allowed me to know that um, I can, too, uh, have my own career. And I decided to, um, even though I already went to school and I got my education and I got my got certified in real estate and I already had a career for myself. Now I signed with the record label and I'm currently um, about to release my EP um, with my own music. So, I mean, there's just so many great things um, that have come out of this and um, I do not boast in this. I'm just super grateful. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And in the biggest nutshell for you, that's, that's how everything, you know, I'm just so passionate about it when I talk about it. So I can go on for days because I'm just, like I said, I'm not a great storyteller. I'm just super grateful. And this is what the reality is. And this is what it is. And it's allowed me, I've been traveling all around, have the privilege to travel all around the United States. Um, unfortunately, whenever COVID had came in knocking at the door and came in and barged in and, 
everything stopped. You know, mm-hmm. I was booked for 2020. Now 2020 is in 2021. Yeah. And 2021, new people are rolling into 2022 and 2023. So it's just like, wow. And I'm thankful for everybody that, you know, continues to follow me and uh, continue to uh, love what it is that I do, you know, um, and uh, know that they too, you know, for me to lead an example like Selena left for me, it's like, you know, you're handing down the baton to other people, to let, you know, to people and children nowadays to let them know that they can too. They mm-hmm. can too. Just because, you know, we're Mexicanos doesn't mean that we have to go and be your traditional housekeeper. I'm going to, uh, you know, cut your lawn. You don't have to be those people. They're very hard workers. And I have my whole family is like that. And I do have people that are, you know, in my family that are hard workers and are construction workers and yard. Uh, they have their own businesses, you know, as, as yardmen and things of that nature. But again, kids to know that they don't have to take that route. They, there, there is, there is room for everybody and especially Mexicanos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just hearing your story is great. Um, you know, Selena has been has had a huge impact in my life as well. You know, my mother and her kind of were on the born on the same day, so they grew up in the same time. You know, my mom and my parents, my whole family loves Selena. You know, they have magazines, they have videotapes recorded of performances in which she did interviews. You know, and when she passed away, um, it it affected you know a lot of people, especially my parents, because you know they're huge fans. So you know, the first time I experienced Selena was watching the movie with uh, with Jennifer Lopez, and of course, as a child, I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh okay, I don't know who this is, but I, I remember the mo- I remember the movie vividly when I was young. And as I got older, I started, okay, this is Selena, okay, why is she a big important deal to everybody? So as I got yeah. older, I started learning more and started learning more, and now I, I appreciate her so much. It's like you said, she's like our brown hope. I mean, the way she and in the TV series, you know, she they worked very hard. She was doing shows with her brother and her sister and, you know, working very, very hard. And, you know, because they had to. That's how they had to eat and, you know, to provide for their family and to see what she became is so amazing, you know. And like you said, um, we don't have to follow the cliche. We don't have to be farmers. We don't have to be construction. We can be doctors and lawyers and musicians and entrepreneurs and stuff like that because um, that's why a lot of the Hispanics and Latinos come to America because it's like this is the land of opportunity, and yeah. you know they want our ki- they want their kids to grow up and be in the best educational system and stuff like that, and you know, like I said, it's very it's very amazing how she's change the landscape for everybody and you know there's not that many people who have made a huge impact as as her i mean you you have your jennifer lopez's you have certain other artists but selena just takes the cake and it's like everybody strives to be like selena you know and you know over the years i've met people who've known her personally i know i have a well my girlfriend's aunt um her brother is um in la mafia so you know they, oh, cool. they um they knew Selena. They toured with her. They knew her personally. You know she's That's met cool. her as well. So you know every time you hear something about Selena from people who knew her, they always had something great to say about her. She was very nice. She was bubbly. She was very sweet. Humble. She had a smile, and you know it. It's like that's who you strive to become. You know, like yeah. somebody who has a as a good person um, a point of view on life. You know, and stuff like that. Um, 
but yeah, hearing your story, how that little seed was planted, and then you be, you know you started doing these and started doing it. You did uh, that's that's crazy. You did something for Doctor Phil. I mean, Doctor Phil just asked Amanda, "Can you do my show for my son?" You know, <laughs> right? You should have seen Jessica and I whenever. So it was it's the funny. Oh, sorry, when I t- I talk with my hands, I'm very. Anyways, but. uh yeah, so so they were very quiet about. We knew it was a big thing, and it was for someone big. Yeah, but they don't want like TMZ and all these other people knowing about it because it's supposed to be just a private party with their own friends and you know their you know whatever family and stuff. And so they wanted to know where that was going to be at. But it's in Hollywood, and they rented out this huge building. You know, um, and we didn't. I didn't know, or we didn't know up until like five minutes. Five minutes, literally, before they were like, "Okay, so you're going to be performing." So Dr. Phil's going to and his wife and the family are going to be entering this room. You're going to be performing for her son Jordan. It's his thirtieth birthday, and we were like, "Like you're lying, right?" <laughs> this, is, this is a joke, right? Where's where, this? You, you got me. <laughs> yeah, like we were like, "How the hell do we even fit in this?" Like I'm this little Mexican girl. Out of all these people that are super privileged, you know, and I mean, very successful people. And here we are from old Tech City, you know what I mean? Houston, Texas, you know, and we're in the melt, like in the pot with the big rigs, like there. And it's like, and go. And it was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, what am I? What is going on? So I'm looking at her, you know, like my eyes are huge and I'm like, my stomach's bubbling. I didn't know what's going to happen. I can imagine your mind was just going like, how do I, how do I process this? What do I do? How do I, do I, what do I sing? You know what? It's crazy. You see people passing out pizza on these beautiful plates filled with roses and like things that we don't see on an average day. Like they do, like they probably wake up and they're like, you know. Yeah. Your breakfast is served, you know, who knows, <laughs> you know, because I mean, they, you know, they made it already, you know, we're trying to make it. And so for me, it was like, we know we made it today. <laughs> we were, you know, like we're, we're, we're famous now, just kidding. But it was just like, what the heck? Like, we're, how do we fit in this? Like, I didn't, it, we looked like oddballs, like it was just so, but it was great. They were so kind. Um, the mom was getting up dancing. She was into it afterwards. Not to make him sound like he was perverted, because I know the way that I, I yeah. actually, he grabbed me and wanted, basically it seemed like he wanted me to sit on his lap, but he was just like, like bringing me in. His wife was right next to us. So I was like, you know, in between them and then the family. And, you know, he's like grabbing me and like, he's all on me, very thankful, thanking me, uh, telling me that it was a great show. And, you know, thank you, know, just so thankful. And at the end of the night, he was like, y'all have a good time. Enjoy your, yourselves. And you're, I mean, just to like blink a blink a blink, you know, like what's going on? And we end up eating all lavish with these people, and and there they are, just like a like a like a hand, like a arm's length away, mm-hmm. sitting there, just like they're having little cafecito with each other, and we're over here like, is this really happening? It's, it's crazy. Today. It's crazy how yeah, it's crazy how Selena has transcended all kinds of everywhere. races everywhere. I mean, like you were saying the story about how you entered the karaoke contest. Yeah. There's places where I've gone where you can, where you, as soon as you hear this, the one note of bitty, bitty, bump, bump, everyone just goes Beautiful. crazy. And it's, it can be whites, could be blacks, could be Asians, could be Phil. It could be anybody. There's no barrier on skin color, language, nothing. And they'll sing it perfectly. And it's like, I thought you yeah. said you didn't speak Spanish. He's like, I don't, but I love Bitty Bitty Pom Pom. <laughs> and I like, they somehow they managed to just, yeah, they, they hear it and they mimic it. And yeah, it's crazy. I know I've been through it. it I, yeah, it I've is. So many different parties that you would have been like, 
I mean, we were just talking about it earlier, you know, Cinco de Mayo is like a huge, obviously huge day. Um, and I've been, uh, you know, invited out to perform for different parties. And at one time I was in a bunch of, of, you know, white based family, you know, yeah. Upper class downtown had a condo, you know, super nice. You know, just I'm like, okay, do you need me to take off my shoes before I walk in? You know, like, what do we do? <laughs> do you have slippers and, for me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Selena, you know, and they're all just, oh, Selena's here, you know? And it's like, how do you, how do you even know? How do, yeah. you, how do, how do you know her? But again, like we were both telling each other, yeah, it's just, there's no barrier with her. Like everybody enjoys her. And, yeah. and I think it's kind of like, with the early mid 2000s and then kind of to the 2010s she blew up everything kind of just like exploded for her more because i think with with the quintanilla family they started putting out more stuff right and the last well i think for me like what i realized because i was before the whole like bang the Mm -hmm. bang i was already doing this which was crazy because i thought this was just for fun and nothing more was going to come of it you know i'm still working my my day job you know and i'm here i am you know doing this for you know good you know i was doing a lot of donating uh uh backpacks and things like that back to school stuff dress as selena just just because because people wanted it you yeah. know they were inviting me it wasn't me just making it up people were like hey i heard and but again you know it just they they wanted more and then all of a sudden the, when the wax figure because i mean when when was there ever a latino wax figure before selena i haven't really thought of or, any in or a while. In, was there ever latino impersonation you know it's I, funny it's funny because I was talking to this to a friend of mine and I was telling him about like, hey, I'm going to interview Amanda. And he was like, you know, it's pretty weird how there hasn't there wasn't any Selena and Selena impersonators until you. And now that you've been you, you did it with the bang and you're all over the country. There's a lot of more people, especially on TikTok and Instagram. There's a lot of more right. Selena impersonators. And I was yeah. like, where did you come from? You know, and it's like it's so amazing how. Like yeah. I said, just be, your little seed planted everything, and now it's kind of like it's taking this whole Selena craze, you know, just... Oh, more. yeah. It, it really has. Yes, it really has. And that's why I'm saying I would have never imagined that it would evolve. It's just God planted the seed at the right time and then all that. But, you know, it, it's great because, you know, it's still... I mean, I, Selena will always would have always been relevant. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's such a privilege, too, because you know, to lead by example, you know, to have someone to look up to, you know, and now other people can look up to me, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's great. And I try to, I try to lead, you know, by great example, I try, you know, my best to be the best, you know, role model for people. And again, um, to portray Selena in the best manner and the best way that I can, because honestly, I mean, personally, I don't really, I don't know her like that. You know, I know her from her videos and you know, the stories that people told me, the people that I've met and all the performances that I've went, you know, all around the United States that people shared with me. Um, I mean, it's just, it's amazing on how much I I've, I've was able to touch these people. Like people have me performing for their funerals. Mm-hmm. Like that's, yeah, that's, it's kind of out of the ordinary, but it's so right. You think it's, it's comforting. Crazy. Right. And for them, it's, it, man, it, I'm, I, I'm still speechless. I don't even know. There's no words for that, you know. So to be able to to be that and and you know to to you know Selena led by example and what I see in her and what you know and continue that and to have other people let them know brown people like myself can do this. Yeah, that's what I, I always want to represent that because 
I'm I'm so proud. Look, I didn't even realize that I'm wearing my my hat, even though it's used in Texas, you know, the Astros. But you, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm super proud. I mean, that's where my family's from. So I know that you were saying that you um, you got to do the Chicago White Sox, you know, and perform yeah. for them. Have, have the Astros reached out to you yet? No. What's the deal with that? And and my family was like, dude, like, how yeah. are you gonna go over there? And I was like, hey, you know, Astros they lost out, but it would that would be amazing, especially representing my own hometown. And again, to lead by example and let other people know. You can do that too. I'm just a little girl from Texas City with a little arm back here from the I'm plant, waiting. You know? <laughs> I'm waiting for them. I was like, "Yo, when y'all gonna?" Because I, I know they do have kind of like Latin. If nights. you got a connection, go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> I think I might, uh, I might know somebody who knows, but um, yeah, that'd be cool, right? Because yeah. they literally gave me the this whole. So after the game, so I, I threw the first pitch. Like only big people do that. Yeah. Who does that? So, you know, you see these people like Olympians and gymnasts and things like that. They're the first first pitch or other people, you know, the role, you know, big time people. And so for me to have to do that and, and, and as, a, as a tribute and, and again, as an Mexican American, yes, you know, we're making it, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was just cool. And then finally getting to the part to where I performed and I was like thinking the stadium's going to be. Yeah. And I tell you what, if you go back and look at the videos that Jessica had, you know, I, I wish that everybody that supported me were, were able to be there to see that because it would just show you that you can too. Even though other people are like, no, 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 you, you know, you're this, you're that. You just keep doing what you what you love, you know. And it was just amazing. And I turn around and here I am. They dim all the lights, and here I am on the stadium in the grass where they play ball and like that sacred ground, you know get to be you know ball player and there's yeah. the ball players lined up on the side to watch my performance and then i look around and there's like forty-five thousand people plus who knows i didn't really count everybody but it just was amazing for me as a mexican-american to be in that situation to be able to pray uh, uh, portray such an icon like selena and um to represent something so beautiful and let people know that brown people have hope <laughs> you know that we can't yeah. do it and there I am, and the crowd is just in awe, you know, just yelling and stuff. And it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. I'm it super is. Grateful. I'm, I'm so grateful to be able to represent something like this. You know, and it's funny because, like, what it says in the TV show, um, Abraham, Abraham tells, I forget who he told in the series, but he's like, Selena's success is your success, you know, and because really? she made it. That means we can make it too, you know. Exactly. Me being a musician as well, you know, I, I looked up oh, to Selena. Are? Yeah, I am a musician. I uh, I play guitar and I play bass. I do singing for my you got church. A band? Uh, I used to be in a band. Um, what? Well, you need to make a band and then you could play. We could play together. That'd be fun. I'll be can you? <laughs> I could. I need. I need. <laughs> so the intro music we, that we you heard. Sideline yeah. So when I go other places, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, man, I need. A, I need a band because I couldn't take my other one." <laughs> <laughs> so the the intro music that you heard, I actually did that myself. So I did it through GarageBand and really? Snap. Yeah. So it was funny because. I used to be in bands all throughout high school, and when I graduated, I was in a couple bands here and there. I played at some places around here, Houston, locally. Um, but after a while, it just, I didn't really, I couldn't find anything, something that was fitted for me, because I'm a, I'm a chameleon. I like playing indie music. I like rock music. You know, I like all kinds of different music, but I couldn't right. find somebody that could fit my form. So pretty much, I, um, 
I took a break and then um, I had went to Comic Palooza that we have here in Houston, and um, I was talking to my girlfriend's uncle because he does uh, stuff in uh, Comic Palooza, and I was like, you know what? I think I want to start a podcast. And he was like, really? He's like, um, why? Like, why do you want to start a podcast? And I was like, I don't know. I just feel like I should do this. So I started uh, at the of uh, October 2019, and I've been doing it so for since then and i love it it's kind of replaced me being in a band it's because it's so fun you know i don't have to worry about uh practice schedules i don't have to worry about you know other members of the band it's kind of like i work on my own time i work on my own pace i get to meet i still get to meet great people like you i've got right. to meet you know miha culture they're friends of mine and some other people as Hello, well Cultura, yeah. yeah they're they're good friends of mine too they've always supported me they've come out to my shows and uh, they've given me different merch and stuff to you know represent them. It's, that's awesome. They they've been on the show before. I've have I have an episode oh, with cool. them. So, um, but um, Joanne, I know her because I went to high school with her. So, um, but you know, it's 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 great because it's like being in a band, but it's like a one man band pretty much podcasting but yeah I, i'm a music you know i i play in church i sing in church i've been doing that since i was like 10 years old um i'm not the best musician but so you I, sound like the real deal okay so you're trying yeah. to sell me see okay <laughs> so now this is the deal you're you're from houston right yes of course born and raised you, okay perfect you're right down the street now you're gonna have to come i'm gonna open up my front door you're gonna have to come over here and meet me <laughs> i got it i'm gonna have to get practice together where's the band <laughs> it's funny you know and and it's just like i said selena's music you know growing up listening to her music like i said tajano music all kinds of music all spanish music was heard all throughout the house parties quinceaneras whatever day, you know because there's nothing else you know and as a matter of fact after you know after I performed at sky bar you know um we were out there and of course you know we're interacting with other people and just having a great time afterwards you know just relaxing um, after the show and stuff, and there they are playing all the Tejano music, and you could see all the, you know, them getting together and dancing. To, you know, it's because that's all there is. You know, there's no more Tejano music. Yeah. Oh my God, Ramon Ayala came on, and everybody was just like, shoo, like you know, everybody's out there dancing. I'm over here dancing by myself and stuff, you know. And it, but yeah, I mean, because that's what we would listen to. You know, there's nothing else. You know, now there's new music and yeah. Like but, but nothing comes close to the Hano music. You know, it's it's native to Texas, and it's yeah. the native to the, the the Latinos that were born here, and it's yeah. just it's so good. You know, there's nothing else that sounds just like it. I mean, I have yeah. people in LA. They have the oldies. They have their music. You got people from Miami and Florida. You got people in New York. They have their music, but Texas, Texas right. Tejano music is just, it's its own beast, And but it's so great. Yeah. There's so many different styles, so many different artists that just bring the, the Tejano culture music just to, it's like, it's gold. It's pretty much, it's gold, you know, and it's right. like, here, check this out, you know, and with, with the beauty of Spotify and Pandora does. and all that, you know, it's, it's reached out to so many people around the world, you know, people in, in Cuba listen to Tejano music now, people in Russia can listen to it. And it's like yeah. the music that used to have a big, big impact from the nineties and, you know, kind of mid two thousands yeah. a little bit, um, is still making an impact today. Cause there's tons of people that want to be Tejano bands and it's like yo there hasn't been a Tejano band in like 30 years but they're like shoot yeah. we're gonna we're gonna start one we're gonna do one you know let's get the guitar and let's get the, the accordion let's get all this look at all this going you know look I told you I need you as a band <laughs> <laughs> I think I can find some people let me find some people let's do it he's like here we go let's take off 
you know, but I, like I said, I love music. I love all kinds of music. Uh, Amanda, what kind of other music do you listen to other than, you know, some of the Hano stuff like listen to? Like, what do you have, like rock? Do you like soul? Well, as of lately, so as of lately, to be honest with you, I've been listening to a lot of Jenny Rivera. Well, because obviously, you know, with the whole series that came out, I don't even know. Have you seen that? I have seen it. It's on, it's on my Netflix watch list, so I have to check that out. Okay, so, so you've got to watch it. Okay, definitely. Like, even, like, me and my friends and people that I've told, I'm like, they're like, I don't speak Spanish. All of a sudden, they're, like, glued to it because it's so raw and it's so real. I did not know. I knew of Jenny. I knew. I, I, I've i heard corridos. I've heard that style of music. Not ever really been my favorite because, I mean, obviously, you know, we're hardcore at the house, you know, and, and for me, it was very hard for me to get into. I would listen to it. But, again, I wasn't raised on that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if I was raised on it. But then after you know, learning more about her, I just had a whole different respect for her. And because she was real, no matter what, she was like, this is me raw. Like, like me or not, I don't, like, literally, I don't give, mm-hmm. you know. And in that series, it shows everything. Even when she became, before she became popular, you know, and, and famous, um, you know, even during fame, um, she, you know, talked about a lot of things that a lot of people don't like to talk about, or, or it's taboo to talk about, um, like sexual assault, um, you know, and sexual abuse within the family. Most of the time it does happen within the family because mm-hmm. it's access, you know, um, and to, to see all these things. So not only watching that series and knowing that she's going through real stuff, I'm like, wait. Like, I relate to some of this stuff. Like, she's real. It's not like all this sugar-coated and, oh, she's so pretty and she's uh, yeah. she worked hard and she made it. Bing. Like, that's it. No, it was like she was like G.I. Joe in it. You know what I'm saying? Getting punched left and right. Why did a right? It's a right. You know, <laughs> left, uppercut, you know, and, you know, stabbed. And, this, you know, all these crazy things, you know, that's happened to her in her life that were just like, now this is real. Let's just be real. I'm a real person. I want you to know that I'm a real, you know, I, I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything. I'm just your average person. We all go through shit. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and I, I think that's where I gained all this respect for her and her family to see all the struggles that they had to go through uh, to finally get where they are. So, you know, they're not privileged. They had a lot of disadvantages into getting to where she was. And unfortunately she lost her life too at a yeah. young age and, 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 she was one of the biggest socorridos for me. I have a different, you know, and her music uh, is, you know, for me, I just have a different outlook on it. You know, I have a different respect for it. So to answer your question, that's who I've really been like in tune with. And it just, you know, so happens to be, you know, yeah. I mean, because the fact that, you know, they brought it out on Netflix, the Mariposa del Barrio, you know, and that's, but I'm glad because that was real. That was raw. Everybody can relate to that everybody yeah and i can't like you know i don't want you to sugarcoat nothing for me you know i want it to be real and that yeah so jenny yeah. is the, the person that i've been like shout out to netflix to. you know netflix is bringing yes. all these latino people their own series you know like with selena and jenny rivera <laughs> and i think they did yeah. one for luis miguel i'm not sure if that was his name but you know they're they're coming out the yeah. gate with these and it's like finally right? some kind of represent representation of not just Mech, but all kinds of Latinos that are you know making it. it. It's it's amazing, you know, and I I love it because it's more and more every day. I'm trying to learn more about my culture, you know. Um, growing well, up, yeah, because you know. we're always portrayed as 
oh, the person outside that's cutting my grass. Uh, the person that's over there making me tortillas. Like, you, no lie. So we talk about this. So we've been in certain situations where we meet new people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously they don't really know who we are, but they just know us because of our color, I guess, yeah. or whatever we represent. Or, you know, as a performer, you know, I speak Spanish when I sing. And so I'm meeting these different people and we're, you know, they're wanting to take us out to eat. And so we're like, you know, I eat anything from Chinese to Indian to, you know, um, Arabic food, you know, you name it. I like it. Sushi, whatever. And it's so funny how the first thing that they say, we're like, well, we're kind of, you know, they ask if we're getting hungry and we're like, yeah, it'd be nice. You know, what kind of places are here, you know, that we can go to and automatically never fails. And we have these conversations all the time where it's like the first thing that they go to is like, oh, well, if y'all, we have these places like El Tiempo, um, you know, they have rice and beans and tortillas there. And it's like, you know, yeah, they it's have like burritos, and and I'm just like I can't help but to not like I'm cool. Like I laugh about everything. I'm not uptight, okay, at all. Doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm just like, are you like right? Do you get that same vibe? Like, I do. Like you know, just me? yeah. And you know, I think it's because they obviously don't see it that way. You know, I have a lot of white and uh, and black friends. Like that's that, all we you wait. Know. Like we wake up and like we're just eating beans and tortillas. Like we must. I mean, yeah, majority, you know, I wake up, I have my, my, my charro beans and my, you know, my rice, but. Right, it's on the stove, I'm all right, it's on the stove and shit, you know, but no, but seriously, but for real, at the same time, like, don't, like, I'm not saying that they're judging. But don't assume that, you know, yeah. Yeah, we're cultured, and, and so, like, by saying so, you know, it's like, okay, oh, well, we have these, you know, like, they just so easily just. We have these out. great Mexican restaurants we for got everybody. Gu- we got you know. guacamole. You know, we got guacamole and hot sauce. And we're just like, well, I mean, we were thinking about just possibly getting a coffee and like, you know, like egg whites from Starbucks. <laughs> you know? But no, no shit. Like, I'm serious. We're like, but, but okay. That's you know, fine. But okay, you know? sure, I guess. I mean, we like a good taco, but <laughs> like, you know, like I, I just, I wanted a latte. They're like, oh, you speak latte? Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, what am I saying? <laughs> You know, not like that. You know, what do I say? You know, do you ever so do people ever assume like I'm because I know you I know you speak Spanish and all that. And, um, do they ever just speak to you in Spanish first and then not assume that you speak English sometimes? I, I have. I have. And it's so funny because I'm like, if you talk to me right now, do I really sound like I even have an accent? People not are like, really. you sound like a wedita. You know, I sound like a white girl, you know, um, and that's just what my accent is. Being it's our Texas, Texas accent. Whatever. Yeah. So it's so funny, but I have, and I'm just like, now that's a punch in the stomach, you know? Okay. Cause they'll really go to that extent where they're really trying to use the accent, like Tenemos, Margaritos. And it's like, oh yeah, Margaritas. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, and I'm like, just because I'm wearing this hat doesn't mean that, um, you know, or whatever it is that they're thinking, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's crazy. We go through these situations all the time and which is funny i know that we kind of talked past that but you were talking about how you started this whole podcast thing yeah you you know your whole music stuff wasn't where you wanted it to be but um as a band um but and we were just talking about this on the way back from san antonio because i was like man we should do a podcast so it's funny that you're saying that because and we were just talking about because the fact of how we are like she said it cultured you know because i'm like what is it with people that are what i mean do we just like have it on our foreheads Cause like, if you see me in person, I'm pretty pasty. Mm-hmm. I'm like very light skin, 
you know, um, don't have that that Mexican accent, you know, I guess, or whatever. And but still, so I'm like, dude, this would be so interesting just to get some feedback to see what people think, right? You should. I highly suggest you should. You know, I, and oh. being as being somebody who's been born here, I've been also uh, targeted oh, as seriously? somebody, yeah, who's been. Do uh, you speak? So there's a story. Um, I, I work for HISD, so I'm a truck oh, driver. Okay. I deliver the food for the kids and stuff like that. Cool. So I had a um, security officer come to me, and he's like, hey, I need you to speak Spanish to these ladies to tell them about something. And he's and he started trying to like, speak to me in Spanish, like broken down Spanish. And to be honest, I don't really speak Spanish. I know a little bit of it, but I'm not very fluent. So when he's telling That's me this, happened. I'm like, okay, what do you want me to tell them? And he's like, oh, tell them this and this and that. Like you realize that I don't speak Spanish, right? But the funny part is I went up to them and I told them, hey, um, he says he wants you to go do this and this and that. Oh, OK. OK, that's cool. And it was, he, his face turned white. He's a, he was a very nice black guy, but his face turned white because he was so embarrassed. As it, sh- as it should. And I'm like, as dude. It should, because it's like. But also, too, as well, when I'm out there in the field, there's a lot of um, Hispanic ladies at the school who speak to me in Spanish. And I'm like, I know you speak English. I speak English. You can you can, under, you know, hey, you can speak to me in English. It's OK. You don't have right. to, you know, assume, you know, and it's funny because it's like, OK, they assume I, I speak Spanish because I'm, you know, I look at or I look other things as well. But it's like, no, I, I speak English. I, you know, like you said, I sound like a white guy, you know. And it's not my fault yeah. because it's just how my dialect is. And, you know, we still have that Southern draw accent that not a lot of people right. can hear other than us. And, you know, but. <laughs> right. right. But, you know, so, it's it's funny how we get kind of like characterized like, hey, this is this person. And, this, you know. Yeah. And, and so this is a great example. So I was invited out to perform for a Cinco de Mayo performance at Selena. Mm-hmm. And. I'm very thankful for that opportunity. And it was a very up-class, a very privileged, um, you know, dwelling. You know, the people that were there, um, yes, they were all white uh, people, which is fine. Um, I go there and, you know, the people that are with me is like, yeah, it's me. And yeah, my, you know, my friend Jessica. And yes, we are Mexican. And of course, I'm preferring Selena, who is Mexican-American. And anyway, so we go in there and... They wanted to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Okay. I, I don't know why. Because, I mean, it's not like they're celebrating their independence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they're American, you know? Yeah. Right. So we get there, and the entire house was decorated in cactuses and um, piñatas. Um, they made sure that they ordered El Tiempo food because it's Spanish-Mexican food. Um you know, they made sure that they had all the little dishes that Mexican people would eat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was either, uh, oh yeah, sombreros. There was all, so they had this like really big, beautiful pool in their backyard. You know, it was Houston, those big houses, marble floors, you know, gorgeous, yeah. you know, definitely into money. And then they hire me as a Selena impersonation. But again, it seems like as if I was a party favor, mm-hmm. right? And so for them, it wasn't, don't get me wrong. I mean, they may have been a Selena fan, but it it, it seemed more like a party favor, you know, um, like, oh, okay, well, this is a Mexican theme. So we have to get a Mexican singer, right? And who's right now that's popular. Oh, let's get a Selena impersonation. You know, and it, yeah, it, uh, it, just, it we, was very, we were just like, 
very thankful and grateful that it just to see that was just like wow like they had cactuses and like things floating in their pool it's almost like how we explain i don't know if it's okay for me to talk about that but we were saying like we just sacrificed <laughs> okay if we did a white like we just decided that we wanted to at, like you know a, a, a different culture party so say like they're celebrating some of the mile yeah selling your independence. and if we decided that we wanted to sell, celebrate white people as mexican we're going to go and get everything that white people so we're, we're going to throw like crackers everywhere we're going to go and get um, hot dogs and you know things that we yeah. think that they i don't know but i'm just saying or like you know black people or indian people what they would eat you know they would probably go and get hummus for arabic some Arabic people or something, you know, it's just very like, it was for me, it was just like, I was in shock. I had I that, I had that same, um, uh, idea. Uh, I think it was at the other day. I was like, you know, a lot of people, they sell it. I, to be honest with you, this is my unpopular opinion. I really think we should just do away with single de Mayo. It's kind of like, yes, it's a, it's a good, it's a, it's, um, it's a holiday where the people in Mexico do celebrate it with that certain part where they had their independence. But I feel right. like a lot of people used it for partying and an excuse. It's kind of like a it's like a Hallmark holiday. It's like, hey, let's right. let's um, let's exploit this. Let's do this and that. And, you know, God bless them. I know some people, they can't see in front of them. Let's dress in a sombrero and let's let's have, you know, the tacos. The show is on. Let's wear ponchos and have a fiesta. And you know, and they don't. I don't think they see it as them being, I guess, culturally insensitive. I, I think that's the word. Yes, that's, that's a very, very good yes. Because you know, they wouldn't do that for Black History Month, or they wouldn't do anything like that. And because it's like you know, and I feel you. How at my that it was like you were very glad to be there, but it was kind of like <sighs> I feel like. I'm meant for this because of the theme and everything. It's like I, I'm the little fixture on the top of the cake. Like, and, hey, and you know. basically, yes, yes, the party favor that's the top of the cake. You know, it's for them. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't see that. I think as our culture, we're we're very we kind of keep on the low. And it's like, oh, they're celebrating Cinco de Mayo again. You know, Ted and, and Darcy are, are dressed up as Pancho, <laughs> as Pancho Villa and, and, and uh, Frida Kahlo. But, you know, hey, it's fine. Hey, hey, uh, you have that margarita? Okay, yeah, cool. You know, hey, we'll, we'll celebrate with them. But I feel like we as a culture, we don't really say, hey, we don't like that. And, you know, but there's a little murmurs here and there. Hey, right. look, I don't, I don't, you know, to me, like I said, personally, Let's do away with that. You know, I I feel like it's very culturally insensitive, and it's kind of like it is. It very, it's it not. Is, it's not cool. You know, it but, is insulting in a way because it's like oh, okay, so then they made sure they got you know each beer right, like a Corona, a Dos Equis, a Modelo, or something like that. It's like you know, <laughs> and I mean, it's like most of us drink, don't even like that, that kind of beer. That you know that they drink White Claws, and you know, and then. You know, come on, bro. Like, don't play. Like, we get it. We get it. You know, we're celebrating brown yeah. people. That's cool, I guess. <laughs> well, Amanda, um, let me ask you this, too. Have you ever yeah. dealt with um, kind of racial stuff, like racial since like racism, I guess, during your whole, you know, thing going on? Have you dealt with that before on the road? Uh, oh, say that again. I'm sorry. Uh, have you dealt with, like, sort of racism, I guess, on the, on the road? You know, because... Being a Hispanic in different parts of the of the country and stuff like that, I know, I know some people they don't they don't see it, but I know they they, they can be racist towards our kind of people. You know, have you ever dealt um, with that on the road before? No, not really. Yeah, I think yeah, that was 
No, not really. I mean, I know that we've been into different restaurants. Like yesterday, as a matter of fact, we were stopping in this cafe to get something to eat. And we weren't from that small town. And um, it was right before San uh, was it right before Buda? Yeah, right before Buda. And so, you know, me and my other teammate go in there. And, of course, we're, I'm, you know, I guess I'm too brown. I don't know. I thought it was white. <laughs> and facey. But, and I, we walk in there. And, you know, she just walks right past us, you know. And we're just like, okay, maybe she's having a bad day. But then again, she's just very rude, you know. But everybody, she was serving the other people. But not us. And so I don't know. It's really hard to even say that she, if she was being racist or not, but it did take her a while to greet us and to actually say at the very last minute when it was like five minutes before it's too late to order food. Yeah. So we're just like, well, okay, we'll forget it. All right, that's cool. We just wanted to try your coffee. You know, we were right down the street. We're not from here. And, you know, just almost like, well, then what are you doing here? You know, but in reality, no. And in any other places, no, we never really had others. Uh, uh, run throughs except for that one time really I guess I would consider that that was that uh, yeah small party. towns like small towns like that you know I I have a cousin that lives in San Marcos and you know I have a, his his older brother lives in, in Buda and I know how those small towns operate you know they can smell it on you that you're not from either Austin or San Antonio they're like oh you're right. from Houston you you smell different it's like they kind of have like this different right. uh attitude towards us you know yeah. and me and my cousin we have gone to uh bars and stuff like that where it was like a honky tonk and we walk in there and it's kind of like okay maybe we shouldn't come in here you know it's kind of like let's let's, let's get off the back real quick you, you kind know? of heard the, the music go skirt when you walked in and we love <laughs> like i said we love country music we grew up with that too as well yeah here. we and do it's, too i mean we're from texas i mean i boots and boogie i mean come on when it comes on I'm about to go do that line dance. Don't play. <laughs> but it's like rodeo. We're about to take off yeah. on rodeo. You know. But it's like when a bunch of Hispanics come in there and they're not dressed to that. It's kind of they look at you and they're like, "What are these guys doing?" And it's kind of like, "Yeah." Um, That's okay. how we felt. That's actually how I felt yesterday. So yeah, and we're just like, "Well, maybe I'm tripping." I don't know. Maybe they feel yeah. they they see you and they're like, oh, it's Selena, Selena person here. We got to be great to her, you know, and stuff like that, <laughs> <laughs> because then she'll, they'll come and haunt us, you know. Right, so come get you. So you said that you've met the, the Quintanilla family. How was how was that experience for you? Um, actually, it was very it was very pleasant. You know, so I that, the first time that I met them that was for the uh, release of the wax figure in Hollywood. Um, I had won the con one. I was one of the winners in the contest. It was five winners, and um, they invited me out to be a part of the VIP top five hundred, um, like in like invitations, you know, to be passed out to us. Mm -hmm. And we were at the top of um, what the uh, I forgot what tower we were at, but it was really cool. And that's where they, had, yeah, the Madame Tussaud uh, uh, towers. And yeah. uh, so they were out there. I got to meet Chris very, you could just tell, like he just, you just kind of gravitate towards him. He's very humble, very nice. Oh, look, my earring just fell out. That's funny. <laughs> You know, the Selena's earring always fell off. Maybe that was a sign because I was talking about Chris. She's like, girl, you better not be talking about my man. <laughs> you know? No, I just teasing. But, you know, so it's, uh, he was very nice. Uh, immediately just embraces you. He hugged me, like, as if he knew me. It was really cool. Very nice. Um, I went dressed as myself. I did not dress as Selena. Other people did, but I wanted to go because I wanted to go for her. You know, yeah. Not in cloud or anything like that. I wanted to be there. Being kind of like a, like a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, that was the first time like, hello, like brown power. Like we're here. We're going to see a Latina in Madame Tussauds next to Marilyn Monroe, next to all the, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is awesome. This is amazing. This is 
coming up, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so, yes, yeah, so I met the, the, the sister. She was very nice. And we took pictures. Um, I met AB. Um, very nice. Um, I didn't really get to meet the mom and the dad. They were right there. Mm-hmm. But I think that for them, you know, for them, this is, you know, seeing Selena again, not in the flesh, but again, kind of, you know, because they knew her in the flesh. They knew what she looked like. And so for them, I couldn't imagine that that would be the hardest thing. I couldn't imagine somebody making a wax figure of my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. I'd freak, you know. And what a privilege to be able to have that, to, to, to see that she's going to be representing something and that she's going to be there forever so that people can continue to talk about her. That, that's awesome. Yeah, you know? that's amazing. So, right? Like, so after we're done and gone, you know, she'll still be there in that wax form and her story will continue to be going on, you know? And that's what I want. I want for all of us, for other people to know and not just let the brown people dwindle away and we're just going to be here in the traditional things that they should be yeah. uniformed as, you know, it's not what it is. And, um, but yeah, so the family was super nice. The family, the mom and dad were over there on the side. Uh, we were super close to them, but, um, you know, I wasn't like trying to gawk over them or anything, you know? So yeah, but it was super cool. Very nice. Yeah. Chris looks like a very, he look like a person I would want to be friends with, you know? Right. Um, like your average, average, average like I, next door neighbor, like, yeah, hey, like an older cousin or something yeah. like that, you know, um, I got to see Chris, I think, was it two years ago? I think before the pandemic, we um, at the Warehouse Live here in Houston, I won okay. tickets. I won tickets to uh, his band's show. So me and my oh, girlfriend cool. went and it's kind of like surreal because it's like, you know, it's it's Chris Perez, you know, Selena's husband. And it's kind of like it's kind of like you. It's not her, but it's kind of like that's somebody that's a, that's a part of her life. So it's kind of you. It's 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 like seeing her, I guess, in a way, you know. Yeah, it's like you kissed her, you hugged her, like you know, you seen her yeah. say, you know, like you know, you were in the flesh with her. Like, yeah, I did it. I and did his it. his band is really good. He's a great guitar player, you know. Like seeing the movie and then you know seeing him play in real life, it's kind of like the dude's great. He's great, and right. his hair. You know, all the girls love his hair, and oh, yeah, you know he's big. flipping oh, yeah. it, and you know it's it was a really great show. You know, they they the uh, the light was the color they lighted up was purple. You know, of course for Selena and stuff like that. So it was yeah, it was it was really great, and you know I didn't get to meet him personally, but um, I really would love to have him on my show. You know, and I know he's done a lot of talk shows, and I know he's doing a lot of things because he's writing a book and stuff like that. But I would really love to have Chris Perez on the show. You know, have you ever tried to reach out to him? I haven't yet. I'm kind of like keeping on with my schedule. You know, I have a couple shows. I have okay, people we'll quit making excuses and do it. <laughs> okay, right. You there. should. If, if you're if your vibe's telling you to do it, I think that he's such a humble person. Like he, I've seen him do interviews with other people that I never even heard of um, just recently because you know, obviously Selena's you know uh, death comes around every year, the celebration of her life and everything comes around. You know, and we're celebrating her all the time. So. Uh, he's willing, you know, he's wanting to tell her story. Yeah. He's wanting to talk about her. I know he is. I mean, otherwise he wouldn't have done the things that he's already done with other people or talked to other people. So, you know, I, I definitely think that you should. I think that would be a great thing, you know, it's all, that would be awesome. He's on my list. So I have a list of people who I want to have on my show. You know, I have him. I a have <laughs> Paul Wall, yeah, pretty much a hit list, you know, and so. Um, with May coming around and then June, usually I take a break, you know, from my podcast yeah. for mental health issues. Cause you know, once you work too hard, sometimes you, I go crazy and you know, yeah. you kind of have to take it slow. So I take it slow every summer and I'm um, opposite. If I go, if I stay at a slow pace, then I go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, I, I'm like full of energy. I need to figure out where to put all this, you know, and I need to put in my work, into my work. <laughs> but I think during, I made a decision that during the summer, I'm not going to be 
I'm not going to be releasing episodes, but I'm still going to be recording with, with certain people. So I might reach out to Chris and see if he'd, he'd love to be on my show. You know, like I said, he I've always kind of like gravitated towards him. Like he's like he's such a great person. And, you know, like you said, he has a, a story to tell, you know, yeah. and I would just love to get to know him and be cool. With and that's him. firsthand. I mean, you know, he that was his wife and he probably knew way more about her than her own family because you know you tell things to your husband more than you would yeah your mom and dad because you want them to think that everything is great you know so they i'm sure they had amazing stories you know i'm, I'm sure he has so that's that's the story that i would love to hear i would love to hear that like we've seen the selena movie we've seen what selena's about and of course she represents so many things it's great and uh what she means to us as you know, Mexicanos, and um, now it's like now I want to know who she really, you know, behind closed doors, who she really was, not not in the costume and that beautiful, you know, wardrobe that she had, just her in a t-shirt and with her husband, you know, uh, you know what she inspired, other things that she aspired to do, and you know that the Christmas yeah. story is what I really would. I'm asking you get that. <laughs> You're gonna blow up. <laughs> well, I actually, I'm gonna tell you this. I haven't told anybody. I've told a couple people, but I haven't told anybody on my show. I'm actually getting to interview one of the Quintanilla member family members. Oh, cool! So, Which one? I can't say. Oh, <laughs> You're just gonna dude. have to wait. You're just gonna have to wait till next month. But I okay, am. Cool. Well, I am great. recording that's with awesome. him. I'm happy for you. Yeah, I reached out to him. Up. Uh, Oh, well, there's, there's a couple. So I reached out to them and I said, hey, you know, uh, I've been following you. Hey, let's do an episode. And um, they're sure. Yeah, let's do, you know, let's do Let's do an episode. So I'm recording with them next week, but the episode will be coming out next month. So Fantastic. but I, I got all my my posters, my flyers and everything ready. Make sure and, you get all your little questions you're going to ask them. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like I said. It's it's very cool getting to know, you know, that side of the family, and especially like I'm going to be interviewing a member of the family and just like interview them and getting to know, hey, how does it like this? And, you know, what what is it like to be a Quintanilla, you know, because yeah. there's so many people that are named Quintanilla. But there's if you're part of the Quintanilla family, it's like a whole different vibe. It's like, yeah, you know, how does life for you, you know, thank them. I mean, yeah, that's, that's huge. Yeah. So what do you think about the Selena TV show? How, what did you, what did you think? What is your rating for that? So I actually really loved the music <laughs> as far as like, not like, I liked the vibe of like the eighties and like the early nineties. Like I've always been in that, into that type of music. Like that's I, I, in my car, I'll jam that out all the time. You know, um, I love that part of it. I love that in the first season that they did share just a little bit more you know, about, you know, how the mom, you know, um, first, you know, they weren't sure what the problem was, you know, when she was pregnant with Selena and um, just a little bit more about, I understand, you know, we always knew about the struggles they had to get through. I mean, that's with anybody in any type of career, um, you know, not everything is handed to you. you know? mm-hmm. um, so um, I did appreciate that they, they did show a lot of that. Um, I'm just hoping for more realness, you know, um, the more uh, raw, um, you know, cause we know the superstar and we know the humble person that she was and, you know, how in tune she was with her fans and as a performer and, you know, obviously untouchable, you know, mm-hmm. we just, uh, and, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm just waiting to see more. So it's kind of hard to, to kind of say where I'm at and in that rating, 
but mm-hmm. I really did love the vibe of the eighties and like the whole looks and everything like that, that they did for the clothing and stuff. So that's kind of funny. Cause you know, they're bringing back all those old memories of how people used to dress yeah. back then. And so to see all those things are really, really cool. Um, but yeah, so I'm hoping for the next season that I'm mean, just going to be a, hopefully a little bit diff- more different, um, than the actual movie because we already seen the movie. Yeah, that's what know. that's what so I told a lot of people about, about that. Yeah, you know, J Lo portrayed her to the T. I mean, to the T. Uh, you know, she had the body, the charisma. The, I mean, everything that, that needed to be represented for Selena. Unfortunately, she wasn't Mexican, and everybody mm-hmm. had a big, you know, problem with that. But it is what it is because she did her she did her job. Still Latina, so. Yeah, exactly that and you know but she did her thing and there's nobody else that could have done that you know and that's why she had that role and um so i'm just hoping that it's I, we get more than just the movie because it's in that case i could just watch the movie all the time yeah you know? and with this series it's like watching the movie again you know so, i actually did a i did a, a review pot episode about the selena series so i enjoyed it a lot you know, awesome. like you said, a lot of people were like, oh, I can watch the movie if I, you know, if I want it. But what I really liked about the TV show is that they kind of went more in depth. You know, I didn't know that the family had to foreclose on their, their restaurant. I didn't know that they were poor, that they had to live in with other family members. I didn't know this. You know, I didn't know that right. Selena, they had to yeah. take out Selena from school and she was pretty much home. I mean, I knew she was homeschooled in a way, but like, I didn't know it was like that. I didn't know they were touring and this and that. I didn't know how they met Pete. So it's really great how they... Yeah, they took pretty much the foundation of, you know, the movie or whatever, and then kind of added so many other things, expanded it. And, you know, and it's great to see how how everything, how like uh, certain songs were written, you know, interactions with certain people and stuff like that. And it's great. I enjoy the show. Like I said, I I gave a good rating on my episode and I'm very excited for season two. You know, I think with the season two, it's going to be more of like a slingshot to like everything, all the all the stuff she was in, you know, the big, huge celebrity but then also yeah. kind of like behind the scenes of like what was going on, you know, during all that stuff. And, you know, it's going to be really hard for a lot of people, too, because this is everybody knows what's going to happen. And, you uh-huh. know, it's very sad. A lot of people get choked up about it. So I know a lot of people are kind of like, what, how they're going to portray this. And, you know, um, and I know that lady who's who's portraying Yolanda is going to get all the flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think that's a struggle for a lot of people, you know, as me, as uh, you know, being an, an actress and, and playing the part of Selena in that docudrama uh, that I did for Reels Network, which is based off of facts, you know, and based off of all the documentation that they went through, uh, you know, leading up to, unfortunately, what had happened. And, you know, and I I knew a lot of people, um, you know, even for me, I mean, it was very hard for me to portray that moment, you know, because you see her live, you see her alive and full of life and you're performing her and you're just like, feeling it and people are there cheering you on even though this is like a set you know you have people dancing they're still into it they think it's like the real deal and like everybody's in it. I'm, I'm a fan myself you know mm-hmm. it's not like me being selena i'm a, being they wanted me to play the part as the actress i'm being an actress i'm role-playing this you know for them and as me but i'm still a fan so it hurt me very much um to have to get to that part uh to know that Tomorrow is the day. Yeah. Tomorrow is the day that we are going to be recording that she is passing. And unfortunately, it's factual. That is what happened. And man, I, I tell you, we got so, I got so much backlash from that. But it's an unfortunate thing. But again, it's it's her. It's what really happened, you know. And 
um, you know, it, I mean, I'm just still thinking about it till this day. I mean, uh, it was funny because even afterwards, like even, you know, Jessica, you know, recording me afterwards and was just like, how do you feel? You know, I mean, we were crying. It wasn't even just me. It was like the director, uh, the people that were recording, the person that played Yolanda. I tell you, whenever we were there and we first met for the first days, it was very weird how knowing that that person is not the real Yolanda, but the whole crew is like in the bus, right? Mm -hmm. We're all there getting dressed, getting into our roles, putting the hair on, doing the wardrobe. And they're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what's going to happen today. Um, You know, the scene with with Selena and Chris, Amanda, this is what you're going to be doing. And here comes Yolanda. The girl is playing Yolanda. Like we're calling her Yolanda. And I'm just like, I'm not even, my cheeks kind of you know what I'm saying? I totally, I I get that. It's kind of, it's, it's like you're living the moment and you're like, Oh, it's her. And you know, a lot of, right? because you know where this is leading to. Cause you're sitting here thinking like, Oh, this is going to be fun. You know, like, Oh yeah, we're going to have a concert today. We're going to do these fun stuff. Like the, 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 what they were doing, you know, her AB and all of them, you know, being brothers and sisters and what they were going through in their daily lives and stuff. And dun, 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 she walks in. And it was, I felt so bad because I, I mean, even me and Jess were like talking to each other. We're like, do we, do we talk to her? Like, it's kind of like, you don't want to, like, you know, yeah. Listen to this. And we were like, do we, because like we take pictures for everything because we want to document ourselves of everything that we've been able to accomplish in this lifetime. You know, I mean, who wouldn't want to document that? And so we're like, knowing that she's like, and Elizabeth, you know, or whatever her name, you know, and we're like, uh, do we take pictures with her knowing that she's playing that part, even though like we're going to be in the crew and we're taking a picture for fun and we're going to post it on Instagram and everybody's going to freak out, you know, how disrespectful, you know, and I, and I get it because we were all like that. So for me, it was just like, but she, man, she did her part so well. She was in, she was in her role playing the entire time. She didn't really look at me like that. You know, she's very nice, though. It's so funny because, like, afterwards, we're just like, okay, so we can laugh together, right? Like, you know, we're, okay, this is cool. Like, we're, like, just average people. Like, we're just, we're, we're playing yeah. these people. We're playing these parts of a real person, an actual, factual life that someone lived, you know. And I tell you, it was so hard and um, to see her. And she was even crying and in a lot of the parts that we knew that were coming up and how it ended up turning out. We're all, like, yeah, she said because like she felt so dark because like she had to really get into this role of someone that was really psychotic, you know, that um, obviously had some issue issues, personal issues, and um, to where afterwards she kind of felt messed up in the head to where after she played those parts, she had to just like she would watch nothing but cartoons, uh, and she was telling us this, and because of the fact that she was just so into the role. Yeah. And she was just like, oh my God, I'm really not that person. Like, oh my God, I feel sick. Oh my God, I feel, you know, so for her, she just needed to find a happy place, you know. Um, but she did a damn good job. She did a damn good job on her part. And, um, you know, like I said, you know, I, I try to, let me know it's a docudrama, you know, everything's based, and you hear the lawyer talking about it, the guy that had, had fought for her. So you see all the people that had did all the documentation and all the people that were in her. Um, uh, like her lawyers and things like that. Um, uh, 
the detectives and all those things, um, you know, so it, it, it was all factual. So this was not something that was just to be made up so that we yeah. could get ratings. It's just, you know, those docudramas that we did. And uh, yeah, it was, it was super hard. We were all very emotional to have to do that. And I, and I hated, I hated that I was going to be doing that part too, because we knew that we were just being live. And so it was so much fun to know that it was going to be coming to an end and how it ended, especially knowing that she was, um, you know, person that, we look up to, you know, and it was just like, this is where we end. So like, this is it, yeah. you know? And yeah. yeah, so it's, it was super hard to, to have to do that, but you know, Oh yeah. So I, yeah, that's another very good um, point. Um, so, you know, I, so, you know, Yolanda was getting into her role, the girl that was playing her part and, uh, you know, getting very dark, like, surrounded by pictures of selena and just becoming this psychotic uh, obsessive uh, possessive person um and me knowing unfortunately the distance you know by facts you know the detectives and things like that wanting me to run a certain distance uh and to understand what it was so i really had to go through this so i literally in order to make myself break a sweat and to be panicked i ran like how many times around the complete hotel complex? Like, I don't know how many times I did. Yeah, I, I ran it like two or three times. And I, I couldn't tell you how many miles that was, what that was uh, to play that part, you know, to, to do that. They wanted me to understand, you know, it wasn't just like, okay, so you're going to do this part. Like, this is what's, you know, yeah. not, it was serious. You had the cops, you had the, like, oh my God, it was just, it was, it was pretty intense. It was very intense. And to have to get to that point to where you knew where was she shot at, what was going to happen in the moment, what was she thinking, covered, that's what I don't want to say, but covered in blood. Um, because in reality, unfortunately, she bled out. Yeah. You know, and that's one thing that they, being by facts they wanted to show you know um and the struggle of her trying to make it there and literally her heart pumping all of her blood out of her artery and getting to that point to where it was the end that yeah i can like i think everybody was like a moment of silence for everybody even the people because we actually did it in a real hotel mm -hmm. and it was still i mean it was still running it was open and people were coming you know um uh, people were still behind the counter and stuff like that watching this. And they're just like speechless. It's like, like a moment in time. Yeah. And their experience that people were emotional. People felt sick. People were just like, what is, you know, like just afterwards, imagine like I, I, I cried in the shower because there I am rinsing myself off of this fake blood, you know, and just thinking it's yeah. just so, so yeah. sad. Oh, just even thinking about it right now. It's, it's sad. I can only, I don't, yeah. like, I don't feel privileged to be like, yeah, I played that part. For me, I felt privileged as, you know, a Mexican American to portray someone that allowed me to have something like this that paved a way for me. Now, however, unfortunately, the way that she passed is not what I'm proud of or what I would have ever liked to play. But that is what unfortunately really happened in her life mm -hmm. you know and i and that's definitely one thing that i've always wanted to talk about because you know i got a lot of backlash for that i am a fan i'm a hardcore fan of selena 
by doing that, that was not to gain um, any uh, following because of that. It was complete opposite for me. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. You know, uh, just like yourself, knowing where you come from, we come, we're, we're one in the same, we're actually in the same boat. I just live in a different neighborhood. I'm down the street from you. I'm no different of what your family does. I don't know what your family does for a living, but I'm saying, I'm sure that we all had that strive. I mean, were, were y'all all born and raised here? Or was your family from Mexico or were they, you know, or, you know, obviously where did they come from? Yeah. Know? Yeah. My, my parents are from here. My, um, my grand, well, two of my grandparents were born here in America and, well, Texas, but you know, we all know Texas was a part of Mexico. So we're all kind right. of, we're all exactly. native, we're native, we're native here. But, yes. um, you know, what you were saying about that portrayal that you did, I, I remember the kind of the, the headlines that I saw, you know, the whole backlash and stuff like that. And I can yeah. only imagine what the girl that playing Selena now, what's going through her mind, having to play that part in that scene, you know, I can only imagine how she feels right now portraying that. Cause that's, um, that's, that's a, a huge part to take on. That is, you know, and and I think for us, especially because as Latinos, we're so protective and so passionate that I think it comes with our package and anything like in anywhere you're at, even if someone knew you're going to look them up and down, you're going to have to sniff their butt a little bit like a dog and be mm-hmm. like, where are you from? I need to know about you because I don't trust you. Or who, what are you about? You know what I'm saying? So imagine, you know, I mean, for me coming out, like there's only one Selena. We all know that there will only be one Selena hello that's it period and you know we're very protective people you know and and we're passionate about it so and i get it now i get it you know because i was one of those people too you know so the backlash and things like that you know was very uh just you know i was taken back because i was like but that's what really happened yeah yeah a lot of people just don't understand you know when they play certain parts in certain movies uh, who is it that they played so many times but you know there's so many people that portray other movie stars or actors or musicians that have to do those scenes too, but they don't get backlash. But I, I can see what right. you mean that as yeah. us, that like the Latino community, we we're very protective of Selena and Selena's image and seeing that it's like, no, 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 no. We don't want it. We don't run to relive that. Cause there's people, right. you know, like my family, my mom, you know, had to see that they heard the news, you know, I, I was only what, 95 i was like what two years old when that happened you know right so your family was very devastated you know and just knowing the whole i you know like i said it's just crazy and to see like the backlash and you know i i don't get why people are like that but i understand why we are like that but right you figured that you'd be supportive but you know what when really is our family really supportive they are but they'll give you a card and be like oh congratulations but like you think you are because you ain't you know, so like they'll congratulate you in a way, right? You know, like they'll, they're, they're very insulting. They're very insulting. They're very, they'll pick on you. You know, that's the way of them, right? Right? They should, like, that's how I was raised. George Lucas said it right. There's always an insult. You can never, like, you know, you're feeling good about yourself and then they'll find something wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? And, and there's always something, you know? And it's like, okay, so you, oh, you got a new career, but damn, you gained 10 pounds. Like, you know, it's like always something, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. so I get it. So, so as, you know, Mexicanos, like they're always, they're just very passionate people, very protective. So you just can, it's, how do we even say that? How do we even put that into words? So you're really never going to get the full support, you know. It is, it's, it is love. Yeah, that that is a form of love. But again, as much as like, I, that's why I'm saying. 
Yeah, for sure. We yeah, we all do it. I'm I I'm guilty of it because I tell them we're free. Same. Right, you too, right? It's like, um, oh yeah, you, you, uh, you got all your stuff on. You know, you're going to college. Oh, that's cool, but you still got all that debt you gotta pay. You know, when you gonna pay me? <laughs> you know, I, like George Lopez said, he's like Mexicans are never happy for one another. It's like, oh, so you think you're bad, huh? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. I just said it in Spanish. Yeah, so you think you're bad, right? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but that's why. Like, but it's very, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. You just be hating on them. You know, and that's just how it is. And so, like, the new, you're talking about Kristen Serato. Yeah. So, I mean, in every part, you know, everybody's going to get the backlash. I mean, man, they ripped her. Like, man, you know, yeah. of course, it's just part of it, even for myself. So, I get it, you know. It's just, it is sad, though, because you figure that they would be supportive of someone that we were so passionate about, but against. But it's like, they just, they, they can't find it within themselves to do that. Because it's like, well, you're not supposed You will never be her. And, of course, we know that. Yeah, I went daily, you know, but but of course we all know that we're not. Her. But it's being very brave, taking a role like that, being who she is and who she means to so many people, you know, um, what you did with the role, and you know that's very brave, and her too as well. Christian's right, uh, you know, just I know people were tearing her from limb from limb. She doesn't look like her. She doesn't have the body. She doesn't. But you know, she's an actress. She is. She was hired to play that role. She played it very well, even though she doesn't right. look like her. She still has the personality. She has the smile. She hung around her family to get, you know, what she was like. And, you know, I I thought she was good. You know, I kind of have a little crush on her. I'm just going to say that. But uh, uh, <laughs> no wonder. Oh, okay. But she did a very good job. She did a very good job. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> but you did a very good job as well. Very brave of you to do that, you know. Yeah. So, but I you get have it. A second. always always so yeah so amanda tell me more about your music career i know I, we've been talking you know all this about selena's music career but i know you're launching your own music career as well tell me more about that yeah so it is amazing that i you know got to this point you know um that it's built to this point, but, you know, working with my team, I signed with the record label, uh, Street Science Entertainment, and um, we just, we've been working together. I have my producers out of Corpus Christi. Uh, they, you know, we got together and we had these concepts of what we wanted. Um, we wanted to make this new sound, you know, and still keep our traditional roots, you know, knowing that we're, you know, the new, like, Wakundia Americano is what we would call it. Mm-hmm. And um, so very upbeat, you know, fun. Uh, so, you know, we got together and just basically, just like any other uh, artist and, and writer that, you know, when they make their music is about their lives. So basically every, every song that we basically wrote, actually the first one that we had wrote, um, which we haven't released yet, but I have performed many times. I performed it on um, ABC uh, for the Christmas special and um um so but yeah so like that one was the first one which is uh bam bam mm-hmm. and we have some other ones so i have seven songs or yeah seven of the christmas christmas song and that i tell you we wrote a christmas song this year and literally we wrote it like in two weeks i uh had it uh 
done and mastered within two weeks, performed it for the Christmas special, which is awesome. I don't know if you heard it. I, uh, um, I didn't hear it, but I saw the pictures and the videos of you doing the ABC thing for here. I was so like, wow, that's crazy. You know, so cool, right? I know there's so many other things that I, I felt that, you know, but I'm glad that you've seen other things that I've done. But yeah, I mean, all the privileges that I've had, I think it's great. And for me to actually be able to not only still portray Selena, but again, do myself and, and represent myself as a man, because at the end of the day, I will, you know, I, I will only be a man. Yeah. Know, I will always be. And um, so, yeah, it, it just was really cool because now I'm able to tell my stories and like what, you know, what I, what I go through on my daily, you know, in my daily life. And so there's seven songs on the EP that's going to be dropped this year, which is called the Quinceanera Queen. And we decided to go with that and do the more cumbia Americano kind of mixes, fun up beat because um, although I do perform at different fiestas, different uh, you know performances like that, but mainly a lot of quinceañeras. And so for that, we were like, man, we see like all this new generation of you know new music, you know what yeah. what they listen to, and we just happen to see this new like we have already known what zapatillos are, yeah. But how many are there really out there? Not very many. You hear the same thing, kind of like the Tejano music. Yeah. It's a replay of a replay of a replay of it. You know what I'm saying? The same songs that we listen to, the same, you know. And uh, we were just like, like, we're literally like in the airport and we're like, we hear a song. We're like, you know what? We could really go with this. Like, and we just start. That's just how it goes. And it's funny. You're just like in the airport. We're like, you gotta be so cool. And then again, at the Quinceañeras, back to the Quinceañera talk, um, we're there and we see like all these people dancing with Zapatillos and we're like, dude, like we could totally rock that out. Like, I mean, if this is what I'm doing, you know, they're having me perform at Selena, I can, uh, you know, introduce myself as Amanda, you know, Solis and be able to do this. And that's how we came up with Quebra La Bota. And that was the first song, my first single that I dropped. Um, and it's a Zapatiao. And so unfortunately COVID came in after we had dropped it, we were planning on, you know, performing the song at all the quinceañeras. Yeah. And so Fortunately, you know, now that things are reopening up, I did my first quinceanera this year and I was able to perform it. And I tell you what, it was like roaches coming out, just came out, you know, and they just, you can see it on my, you know, on my, on my Instagram. Um, we try to document everything to share, you know, all the, the fun things that we do. Um, but everybody went out there and started dancing to it. And it was just like, finally, after a year, <laughs> then, you know, we drive like, dang, you know, because everything just went pause yeah. you know so um but yeah now so we uh, dropped uh, two more songs Lopita, which is another song that i i absolutely enjoy which i'm actually transitioning to do it in english as well because all of them are kind of spanish but more spanish yeah um but yeah Lopita, i don't know if you've heard Lopita, but yeah i have Lopita, Lopita. well that one basically was uh us getting together and it was we you know, came up with this concept because of the fact of all the hate that I was getting. And so it was like, Esos para ti y todas las chismosas que le gustan hablar de mí, right? So it's like, this is for you and all the haters that love to talk about me, you know? And and it's just basically coming back and just telling them, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to do what I do regardless of what you say. Um, you know, I'm proud of who I am and this is what I represent, you know? And um, so I'm just, I'm really excited to be able to already have performed in, in a live audience, you know, on television, my own music already as Amanda Solis that has nothing to do with Selena. Mm -hmm. You know, Selena is a completely different entity. You know, that, that is, you know, I will never be able to, 
that. I want that. Those are her shoes. And these are my shoes over here. And so it's just, it's amazing. I, I feel super privileged and I, I'm grateful that, you know, they, other people, you know, love my music as well. So hopefully we are going to be dropping another single, hopefully pretty soon. Um, and uh, so the, it's a seven, uh, so it's me, my EP with seven songs on it this year called the Quinceanera Queen. So I love yeah. I love that name, the Quinceanera Queen. That just sounds bomb. It's AF, right? you know, that it's just the Quinceanera Queen. You know, it just have that intro music come in when you come to the party. Oh, that's so awesome! Exactly, and that's basically <laughs> like how we've seen it. You know, because I mean, that's my personality. You know, all the time. I mean, that's me. You know, and 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 that's what we really. You know, we were just trying to come up with. You know, just be creative. I mean, we love. This is what we love. We sat there all night. Uh, you know, eating while we're, you know, figuring out what, you know, working with our producers and came up with these cool sounds and different. I mean, if you, every song on my EP is so different. I think that everybody expected that it was going to be like, oh, she's a Medusa. And there's only one Selena, right? And it was so cool to be able to be like, bam, you know, like this is me and it's not the same sound. This is a different sound. And because this is, my style, you know, so it's just really cool. And um, so, yeah, each song is very different. As you can tell, Loquita is like a crazy, like, party, like, you know, hey. Yeah, I've seen all your social media stuff, and I've seen, like, you behind the scenes and your outfit. I'm like, this this is going to go off You're like, who is that? But I thought you, (laughs) right? And then, you know, because, I mean, although, you know, I I mean, you see me mainly in my Selena get up because, it's a Selena fan page along with my own stuff. But fortunately, I've, you know, been booked with all my Selena stuff. So that's why you see me more in Selena get up. But again, you'll still see me as myself. Like right now, I'm not dressed as Selena. At all. Yeah. Like I have her on the <laughs> Oh, shoot. Yeah, I got to get dressed here in a minute. But, you know, but again, like it's, I'm, I'm me myself, you know. So it's, it, it's just great to be able to have something now to be like, okay, so yes, I'm not Selena. Here's this, here's my... You know, you know, and, 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 you know, now it's out on all digital platforms, um, all my singles that are out there right now. And so this, you know, this, by the end of this month, we're going to be dropping, you know, well, not, I don't think we're going to drop the best in, but we're going to be shooting it. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. So everybody can see that there is an Amanda Solis. All right. and, and people are, you know, and are taking that and they're calling me by my first name. And I think that's, that's, that's the transition. I think that's amazing. Okay, well let's 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 steamroll a little bit. So uh, before we do that, uh, I'm very excited for your music. Uh, hopefully, Thank you come you. up with like uh, a vinyl or something like that because I've ever I uh, I love vinyl, so that would be really cool to have like a. We were talking about vinyls too because really, <laughs> we love vinyls too good. So um, okay, so this is the second part of the segment of the show. So we have this thing called unpopular opinions. Pretty much, you just you rant your your unpopular opinions, and I know you're very you have to go and get dressed but we'll do quick unpopular opinions and then um that would be it so uh man okay, do you have so any- i think i have one for you i think if, if i'm not i hope i got this right so like for me i don't like dolphins i think they're overrated <laughs> i think they're overrated first off and people always ask me like what they're so nice they're smart you can swim with them and i'm like uh no first of all there are very sexual creatures and you're, I live by the water. I live by Galveston. I live by the dike, which there's dolphins everywhere that are close to the shore. I'm going to be out there swimming. And then all of a sudden I'm going to get humped by one of the dolphins. Like they, for whatever reason, they, they, they sense that they know that you're a woman and they are instantly 
I, I don't want to say the H word, but they're 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 ready to go. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, it's like a 14 year old like, boy. I, yeah, hello, yeah. And I'm like, I've seen this before. And like talking about it, it freaks me out. So people are like, seriously, like you're so dramatic. And I'm like, no, I I think that they're overrated. People trust them way too like too much. I know that they're super smart, but I mean. They, they live in the ocean. We're different creatures. We're, you know, we live on the land. You go in there and I'm going to go enjoy myself trying to soak up some sun. And next thing I know, I have a dolphin humping my leg. I totally, you know I, like, I I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. They're underrated. They're not those Lisa Frank looking animals that you see on the covers. They're different. There's some creepy animals, but I totally agree with you. I see them at Galveston too. And I'm like, you, you crazy MFs. I know what y'all do at night. You yeah, know, with, with the bubbles, nose, like what if that goes up my like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. But it happens. It freaks me out. So like in any time people ask me, they're like, Oh my God, but they're so beautiful. Like we just came back from Destin, Florida. Right. I performed over there and we're literally sitting on the, in the, on the beach and here is Jessica and I enjoying the sun. And then all of a sudden in the blue water, you see these just like a family of dolphins and here I am my hands are getting clammy and she's like go ahead and go in I'm like uh no uh-uh. I already know they're gonna come they're probably sense me right now they're coming over here to hunt me I don't want to <laughs> not even just me not just me just women in general I don't know why I've seen it if you've ever seen the TikTok there's other people that posted that they go and they go and swimming with them and then all of a sudden they're waiting like so they can touch them and get the feel of them all of a sudden they jump on them and they're like, like yeah I'm yeah like, yeah no, I, I'm not down with that. I, I totally <laughs> agree with you. I get it. Yeah, I don't know their little... You know, <laughs> They're creepy. Yeah, I, just, I totally get it. It scares me. So, you know, Jessica always asks me, what if I take you know, take you to SeaWorld or something like that? And you see them, I would like, I'd freak. I'd freak. I don't know. It just freaks me out. I'm I'll out. go see the whales. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm out. That, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. I haven't heard that one yet. So, um, I'll do one and then we'll, we'll kind of we'll go towards the end. Um, so, I personally think and i've said this before i personally think pico de gallo is overrated pico de gallo? yes <laughs> and, wow. and, and i've got a lot of flack they're like but you're mexican you're supposed to like pico de gallo and it's, it's like no bro I, I have my own t- taste palette i don't i i personally you know don't what? i'm not gonna lie i'm, a, I'm, I'm on your side <laughs> and and and, I, and and it's crazy because like i i mean i would rather i, I don't like when they put pico de gallo i mean i don't mind it they'll put it on there but most of the time, I push it to the side. Give me the mushy and red salsa. I rather take some hot. I rather have some hot sauce. Give yeah. me some hot sauce. I totally agree. You know, and like like we were saying, my taste palette is very different. Sometimes I don't even eat guacamole. It's like very rare. Of like, oh uh, yeah, you can put guac on my torta or whatever. You know, but I don't really personally eat it a lot. But like right. I said, those things are like I don't like pico. I've gotten a lot of flack for it. I don't care. Yes, I'm Hispanic. Yes, I'm brown. But I have my own opinion. <laughs> I have my own right. taste palette, yeah, guys. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. No, I know. So, uh, that, but that's my unpopular opinion. But uh, let's do this for a close. So, Amanda, please tell our guest where they can find you and um, where they can look for your music and all this and that. So, yeah. Well, first and foremost, thank you for you know inviting me to have this podcast. I, I really enjoyed it, and everybody out there that is tuning in, I really appreciate you um, for following me. But you can find me on all social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram at Bidi Bidi Bum Bum. It's spelled B-I-D-I-B-I-D-I-B-O-M-B-U-M. And my name is Amanda Solis. 
And you can find me on Facebook at Amanda Solis Music, all one word. And you can find me on TikTok. Again, it's attached to my Instagram. So it's the same Instagram name as Bitty Bitty Bum Bum. And my music, as far as Amanda Solis Music, you can find all that on social media platforms. You can find me on YouTube at Amanda Solis Music. Um, and you can find me on iTunes, uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, you can find all my songs, Quebra La Bota, Loquita, my Christmas song. Um, what other songs? Uh, I'm trying to think of other platforms that they could find. TikTok, yeah. So basically all social media platforms. But if you see it, most of the time will be under Bitty Bitty Bum Bum. But it's spelled a little bit different. Like I said, B-O-M-B-U-M at the end. Mm -hmm. But if you, you know, search Amanda Solis Music, you'll find me. Um, but thank you so much for this opportunity. No if, you know, Just for allowing me to tell my story and, you know, letting people know who I really am and what I'm really about, you know. And yeah. I feel, you know. Thank yeah, you. thank you. I mean, like I said, thank you again for for agreeing to it. I never thought that you would reply. I was kind of like, ah, it's kind of like, a, you know, she might not. She's so busy. But you know, shout out to Jessica for putting this together. You know, she's she's the one. She's the MVP. You know, you both yeah, are no, great. Yeah, no, man, we're we're we we support everybody, dude. Like we're no different than anybody else. Like I said, I'm here to support our people, our brown people. Like I said, anybody in general, right? anybody in general but again i mean you know we, we want to come up too you know and, and because we deserve it you know exactly. we, we deserve to be next to those other privileged people at that table we are just as you know privileged i mean yeah we should have the opportunity to you know and that's why i wanted to have you on the show because like i said my goal is to bring local people people of color people whatever and bring them and show people hey look there's this person here in houston that that does this and she's getting so much recognition and like i said you've been doing this all over the country so i'm very yeah. great very very blessed and very privileged to have you on my show like i said and hopefully that all my listeners around the country and around the world get to know who uh, the true amanda solis is and get to listen yeah, to her music please. and support yeah, her thank you so like I, I, I would love to do this Again, for any other topics, I love talking about everything. I actually love this unpopular opinion thing that you, you know, I was like, what is that at first? And I was like, oh my God, that's totally like my field. <laughs> like if you knew me, I, there's no boundaries. Like I like to talk about everything, you know? And that's why I was telling you, I love to do podcasts, you know, of our own. But yeah, I mean, you know, you're inspiring me to be able to do this, you know? So that, that's, that's fantastic. I well, think. like I said, I if, continue to do it. if you want to start a podcast, let me know. I actually help yeah. out people that want to start podcasts so I can help you get your stuff ready. And well, if, uh, if I need a band, are you going to be available? <laughs> I could do your music for you. I could try to do your music. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just, but yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's what we're here for. And, and I, I will always make myself available. And unfortunately yesterday just so happened to be, we were like here, here, here driving everywhere. And there was no way to have access to be able to talk to yeah. you in a, in a stable place like this to, you know, so I, I'm happy that we did this and I thank you again. I would love to do it again. Yeah. Uh, let me know. You're and anything that you want to talk about, I think it would be fantastic. And, you know, every year is, you know, I think it's great that we're always celebrating Selena every year, you know, and everybody finds an excuse to celebrate Selena now. So, I mean, in any situation, you can let us know. And yeah. I hope that you get that interview with Chris. I hope that you really do. Yeah, like I said, you're always welcome to be on Inside the Northside podcast. You are now Inside the Northside family podcast. What? that's it you know you um i will be sending you merch just let me know hey send me this i could send it to this address and stuff like that i got some new merch i got some stickers i got some pins um i'm working on some other stuff but that's what i have right now awesome. but like i said you're, thank you're, you're big time 
you're big time. Trying to, you know, <laughs> trying to be trying to be the 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 best podcaster in H Town. You know, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Um, but yes, again, thank you again so much. You're uh, shout out to the team. Shout out to everybody, you know. Shout out um, to my team, Street Science Entertainment, and everybody that tuned in. I really appreciate my hometown, Texas City. Everybody who loves my Selena tribute, I love you. Thank you so much. And again, follow me as a man of soul leads. I really appreciate you. And thank you again. No problem. All right, guys. Well, this has been the episode with Amanda. I hope you have a great day. You too, Amanda, as well. Shout out I'm about to-, to go up and perform. Well, have a great performance. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you later, guys. As I always say, God bless and peace. And we'll see y'all later. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much.